When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. I am a tail fin road locomotive. You can't polish my chrome so clean. We can't fly off into the sunset together. A rusty old American dream. Still running. A rusty old American and as we like to say, we'll help you keep it running. The help you get from Dan Burns, who is an ASC certified technician at Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Dan, for those new to the show, has been helping us out here on CCO for long, about, oh, 20 years or so. We feel we're kind of averaging it out, right, Dan? Yeah. Who yeah. counts anymore? Who counts huh? anymore? Yeah. goes by so quickly. Did you have a good week? I did. Good. Busy. How about you? Yes, I had a very good week, nice. as a matter of fact. Lloyd's busy at Lloyd's? Lloyd's uh, is busy, yep. We're, we're, uh, we're back in... Full spring swing. And what does that mean for most? But what are people bringing in their vehicles for outside of emergency work? Well, uh, just normal spring tune-up stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. every season we and most shops run some sort of seasonal special. And, of course, in the spring it includes an oil change and and, uh, tire rotation and, uh, you know, checking your air conditioning, uh, checking your battery. One thing that that we've learned is that... uh, uh, hot weather is harder on batteries than cold weather. We actually sell more batteries when it's hot outside, so uh, they fill they fill a lot. So that's that's part of a a spring check. But you know, just kind of getting it all all yeah. set to go. And then there's some things too that uh, you should do on your own. Like what? Wash the car. Oh yeah. <laughs> get the car washed. Get it cleaned up good. You know the undercarriage as well. Uh, right? Well, and take the hose and clean clean around all the the inner lips of all the fenders and under the door jams and all that sort of stuff. Get all that grime and stuff out of there. And then one thing that I think everybody should do, uh, and I'll I'll remind you, spring and fall. But but in the spring, you know, all of our cars have key fobs. Yeah, and we never use the keys That's anymore true. in the doors or trunks. So I think that it's important a couple times a year to go around and open and close every single door with the key, because otherwise the the, the you know those keyholes get get full of grime and and crud and and if you never use them when you need them they won't work. They won't. Yeah. So uh, today go out and uh, and uh, open all your doors with the key and be sure that they still turn the way that they're supposed to. Is there any other kind of maintenance you could do besides that as far as spraying like WD-40 in there or no? I don't recommend it. You don't? Okay. Unless you have to. Okay. You know, the, right. the trouble is unless you're using the right stuff, it just yeah. attracts more dirt. Okay, and, sure. and that makes it worse. So I think just leave them the way that they are, but use them once in a while. Because okay. we never do. If you use them, they're fine. Exercise them. Exercise them. That's right. exactly right. And then today will be easy, but don't forget your window wipers. Uh this morning, when you go out and you see that your window wipers are streaking, it doesn't have to be that way. You can <laughs> you can put new wipers on; they don't cost that much. How often and do you personally change wipers? At least every year. Okay. Uh, depending yeah. upon the you know if it, if if they've been used a lot uh, in the morning on the ice in yes. the winter time, yes. like Trying I'm to not scrape. yeah, like yeah. I'm not supposed to do. Then I wreck them, and uh, then I, then they have to I have to change them a couple times a year, but but for sure every year. If you have a car care question, and before you bring in your vehicle to uh, your favorite shop, your favorite dealer, 
You want to be armed with a little more information, here's the guy you want to chat with about that. You can describe your symptoms to Dan. He'll give you some analysis over the radio here, and at least you'll have some uh, some idea of what it might be. Give us a call or send Dan a text. Here's our phone number, 651-989-9226. Keep in mind, Dan will be here till just about 745, so don't wait. If you have a car care question and you want to talk to an ASC certified technician, what we used to call a mechanic, and Mike and, and Dan still calls himself yeah, a mechanic. That, yeah. uh, and proudly so. Well, that's what I label myself as yeah. when somebody says occupation. That's what I am. Very good. And a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, give us a call or send a text. As I said, the text number, by the way, is 81807-81807. I always like to save some text messages that we did not get to uh, in our previous shows while we're waiting for uh, callers or texters. Uh, here's a uh, 2002 Dakota V6 spark plug socket only fits on half the spark plugs. The spark plug socket will not go all the way. It has some rust built it up, or what do you think? What can I do about uh, that? Yeah, the spark plug socket should work. If it won't get in there and uh, get on the socket, what we would do is Perhaps spray some sort of penetrant, penetrating lubricant in there or um, certainly use compressed air to blow all of the crud out of the hole that you're, that you're trying to get in. But uh, we always get in there at them. In a worst-case scenario, you might have to use some sort of long screwdriver or pick or something and get in there and, and clean around them enough to, to get the socket on so you can get them out. But mm. But the c- compressed air is probably your best friend in a situation ah, like that. Okay. Now, I don't know if you remember the call. I, I do a bit. Uh, there was a woman that called about her Saturn with a vibration. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we always, as you know, have a lot of helpful listeners right. that have discovered certain problems with certain vehicles. Well, this texter says, the woman that called about Saturn with vibration, it is the TAM torque axis mount located on the passenger side of the engine bay Top of the engine, it is the biggest cause of vibration. You know uh, what he's talking about? The transmission about? mount. Is that what that yeah, is? Yeah, it's, okay. it's a rubber mount that... You were suggesting it was a mount. It's a rubber mount, and, and, and instead of it being mounted on rubber anymore, it's mounted on the metal. Ah. And of course, you feel the metal uh, shaking through the car. You know that uh, the radio is a wonderful thing for communication and for sharing, and yeah. so is the Internet. And just like that, we uh, we, we have lots of professional grade chat lines that we can get on and get information ah. from other technicians. And so uh, that's a big help to us I bet in, it is. in the way that we repair cars and, and sharing information. You know, don't spend all day on a car that somebody already has spent all that's day on. Right. <laughs> yeah, just, sure, it helps everybody. Yeah, it really helps. 651-989-9226. There's a line open if you'd like to fill it or uh, send a text, 81807. Judy in Minneapolis is first up here. Hi, Judy. What's going on there? Hey, I start my car... And I feel like it's not going to start, but it does. And then when it idles, before I put it in gear, it just, like, chugs like it's going to die any minute. And it scares me, but then after I drive it, it's okay. Yeah. What kind of car is it, Judy? It's a Chrysler Sebring. Yeah. 2005. You know, if you take it into your shop and ask them to clean the throttle plate, uh, okay. that, that the throttle plate is what lets air into your engine, and over time, it the uh, that throttle plate gets corroded with carbon and dirt and crud, and it's it's a very very small hole or, or small air space that air is supposed to flow through, and if you clog part of that, uh, it has a big effect on the idle. 
And the car can do a little bit to offset that, but it can only do so much. So I think if you take it in and ask them to clean your throttle plate, and uh, we, I actually use a toothbrush on it uh, oh, when, really? I, yeah, when I do it, that you spray some carburetor cleaner and, and then use a toothpick or a, 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 a toothbrush. And if they clean that up, that'll have a big effect on improving your idle quality, which is, I think, what you need to have happen. All right. Very good, Judy. Thanks very much. And uh, Judy leaves the line open at 651-989-9226. I think you did that very thing to Tony's vehicle years ago. What a difference that made. It's probably due again. It probably is. <laughs> it's, all, yeah. it's an old car, old, old truck. Yeah. All right. I tell you what, let's do this. I know we have to uh, take a bit of a break here, but when we do... We'll come back with uh, more callers, and we have textures too, Dan. So hang on. We'll have more work for you straight ahead. How about that? Temperature reading right now, 61 degrees. We have uh, some thunderstorm light rain activity heading for 68 today. For Easter Sunday tomorrow, we'll get up to about 63. A mix of sun and clouds tomorrow, but a little bit windy. So hang on to that Easter bonnet. 61 right now. More car care straight ahead here on A3OWC. So speaking of cars, well, let's talk garages anyway. Uh, I called Ron and his crew at Great Garage Floors uh, seven years ago, and I said, Ron, I want that epoxy finish. What can you do for me? And, you know, surprisingly, not only did it turn out so great and still looks brand new, uh, it was very reasonable. That kind of surprised me, like a, lot of, like a lot of folks who call Ron and have that epoxy finish put on their garage floor. A lot of grad parties coming up, summer family get-togethers. It turns out to be a whole other room in your home. So I urge you to call Ron if you're least bit interested. He'll come to your house for a free quote, tell you how the whole system works. And uh, I urge you to do it now. If you've always wanted that epoxy coating on the garage floor, he's the guy you want to talk. Best products, best crews at Great Garage Floors. 952-473-8600. You can call him today, and I urge you to do so. He books up fast. 952-473-8600. Or you want to check them out on the web, greatgaragefloorsforyou.com. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here with Dan Burns, ASE Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Where are you located, Dan? We are just there at 982 Grand Avenue. Uh, right between Lexington and Victoria. We're on the web, of course, at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or we're available by phone, 651-228-1316. Excellent. Before we go to the phones, I I, want to pass along a text we just got, unsolicited, of course. Uh, I've been listening to the show for a long time. I had trouble with the car running rough. I thought the car was possessed. So I call called Lloyd's. They fixed it. Great job. Thanks a million. Oh, nice. And then I always yeah. never tire of hearing Yeah, I don't know things. who that is, but no, thank you for that. Say. Yeah, thanks for the uh, text. All right, back to the phones we go. Karen is calling from Coon Rapids. Good morning, Karen. Good morning. I have a Toyota RAV4 2012 car, and um, it is making crunching noises. When I brake, not rubbing, but really, truly crunching noises when I brake, especially when I brake in weather like this in the fall and the spring. I brought this to the dealer to be serviced. They could find nothing wrong with it in the fall. 
they did take off rust off of, um, you know, I believe the rotor around the brakes. They said the brakes were just fine. Um, I don't know what to do now about this because obviously um, it's intermittent, but it is loud enough that it concerns me. Well, if the if you don't drive the vehicle a lot, and if the vehicle, you know, in the spring and fall season, if there if there's if it's damp outside, and you park the car in the garage for a couple of days, you, say you put it away wet, and park the car in the garage for a couple of days, rust will actually form on that the brake rotors. Yeah. yeah, that could, in fact, in an hour, uh, mm. rust will form, and in a couple of days, it'll get pretty thick actually. And so it's not unusual that when you take the car out for a block or two or, or a mile and use the brake a few times that you'll hear a noise that will go away as the rotors clean themselves up. And if that's the case, then that's perfectly normal. Well, that is not the case. Okay. I, I drive continually. Yeah. I, you know, I drive to work. I drive back to work. I pick up my daughters. We go all over. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and it is really loud. Is it like a rubbing sound? No. Okay. It's a crunching and it's worse when you turn the wheel. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. I think it's probably not in the brakes at all, actually. Okay. I think what what you're really, what's really going on is one of your suspension parts, maybe a ball joint or maybe a tie rod or, um, the bushings on the control arm are getting dry or rusty or corroded or loose. And uh, maybe that's where the noise is coming from. So I think what you're going to have to do is when it's making the noise, you're going to have to get a professional to take a listen to it. Yeah. And uh, if you're able to accomplish that, then I think that they'll quickly get to where the noise is coming from. But that's a hard one to certainly describe over the phone and, and, uh, without hearing it myself, I can't tell you exactly where it's coming from. But I think that's maybe where you should start focusing on is, is there some noise coming from the suspension system? Okay. Well, thank you very much. Hi, Karen. Good luck. Thank you very much. 61 degrees in the Twin Cities. Let's see. I want to get a text or two here, and then we'll get back to the phones. Good morning, it says. When I bought my Prius, it was used. The owner gave me four snow tires to go with it. I do not believe I saw any added benefit to having the snow tires on these last two winters, and I'm wondering if snow tires are really worth the effort of changing out twice a year. Well, not for everybody. Not for everybody. (laughs) There are those that love them, and uh, if you don't find the benefit, then don't do it because, you know, it's expensive. It's If they're not on rims, it's $100 each time you switch them around, so... Uh, if you don't see the benefit, then don't waste your money. And you could put those on the internet and sell those snow tires. They're a popular size, and uh, and get some extra money that there way too. Go. And get and get them out of your garage so you don't That's, have to store them. You don't want to store. That's actually the main reason that I don't have snow tires on any of my cars is because I don't want to store them all. Yeah, I don't have a place to put them. But that I, still is the best way instead of taking out the snows and changing them back and forth. It's hard in the the, the rubber. It is the best yeah. way is to have two sets of yeah. wheels also. But yeah. there again, that's expensive. Yep. So, but if you don't see the benefit, forget it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Joe in St. Paul is next on the phone. Go ahead, Joe. Good morning. Hi. Uh, I just wanted to uh, give Dan a little bit of a shout-out here. I don't have a problem today, but I did yesterday. Uh, my friend and I were driving around doing some errands around St. Paul, and it started to rain. So my, my friend tried to roll up the passenger side window, 
and it wouldn't go up. <laughs> so we were nearby uh, Dan's uh, shop, and we drilled in and uh, told him about it. Everybody was just so, so nice, uh, very, very helpful. And uh, Dan actually fixed it for me. I just want to thank him for, for the, this is unsolicited also. <laughs> I guess. So you had the boss fix it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, actually, yes. I was very lucky. But everybody there is very, very, uh, very Isn't that true? A yeah. bunch yeah. of nice guys, that's for well, sure. Th- thank you for that, thank Joe. You, and Joe. I, I was glad I could help. Nobody wants their windows stuck down when it's raining outside. So. And they found out it was you. The guy yeah, on the radio. They, yeah, they found wow. out it was me. I try to I try to downplay that a little bit, yeah, but it doesn't do. always work. Joe, thank you again. That was unsolicited, yeah, for sure. But uh, thank thanks for taking the time. Appreciate that, Joe. I know we have to break here shortly. Uh, Denny, please ask Dan how important is it to change the filter behind the glove box? Uh, very important, just like a furnace filter. Yeah, that's for a, good a couple point. reasons. One is. If it gets plugged enough, uh, it'll actually affect the flow of air going through the, you know, the, the quantity of air yeah. if it gets plugged enough. But more than that, if it gets full of debris and, and uh, stuff, it can get kind of moldy and musty smelling. So for a couple of good reasons, you should change it. And they're, they're always on the uh, maintenance schedule. If you look in your, on your maintenance schedule in your, in your owner's manual, it'll tell you when to change them. And some of them are easier to do than others. Some are easy. Some are pretty tough. Yeah, yep. absolutely. But get them done. Yeah, you bet. For sure. Tell you what, Dan, let's take a break. We have more show to come. Those folks on the line, stay there. We'll get your questions answered, and we'll grab some more text messages as well. Uh, 61 degrees in the 68 today. For Easter Sunday tomorrow, it'll be about 63 and a little bit windy. We should see some sunshine. However, on Easter tomorrow, take a look at your home's windows. Do you see damaged or warped or broken sashes or frames? Maybe over the winter, did you see a lot of condensation? Maybe mold buildup? Well, I urge you to contact Linda's Construction. Ask about those great Season Guard windows, the only windows to receive the Energy Star three years in a row. Made for Minnesota climate. You're going to love the product strength, the beauty, and the craftsmanship. Maintenance-free, custom-fit. I underscore that. Custom-fit replacement windows. Listen to this, though. Lifetime warranties, and I mean lifetime, on all the moving parts. Lifetime on the workmanship, on the glass breakage, seal failure, and the finish as well. And right now, you can still get 50% off installation labor on the Season Guard windows. Some restrictions apply. I'm going to give you a phone number at a uh, website, but get a hold of Linda's Construction. L-I-N-D-U-S, lindusconstruction.com. Easiest number to remember, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Dan, we've got callers, texters too. Let's see if we can't uh, help everybody out here. Who's been waiting? Ray is calling from Coon Rapids. Ray, you're on with Dan. Hey, Dan and Danny. Hi there. Great show. Thank you. Always love you. Um, I got a question for you. I uh, got a 2007 Camry. It was losing oil. Took it in. They said, hey, didn't you get the recall? Didn't ever got a recall for anything. They rebuilt my engine. And um, I, now I asked the guy, I said, do we have to drive certain speeds for so many miles? And he said, no, just fluctuate the speeds. And I just want to know how many... For how many miles do we need to fluctuate the speeds on the engine? You know, you you really don't. It's it, you you fluctuate the speeds normally anyway. Yeah. I mean, the, the RPMs never stay the same, so it happens naturally. And cars don't have break-in periods like they used to. They don't. No. no. So uh, they're built ready to go, 
and they are ready to go. And just normal driving is enough fluctuation to take care of all of that anyway. So uh, you're you're good to go. So be- I, I would shorten the oil change interval a little bit on this first one. Oh, you okay. know, whatever you normally do, shorten it up a little bit, change it, and uh, and just be sure that you have good clean oil in there. And mostly, what you want to do is change the filter, um, so that uh, so that catches any debris that might be left behind yeah, in there. But uh, but you don't have to think about it too much. It's pretty much just ready to go. Just be yourself. Be yourself. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Ray. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Lori is calling from Stillwater this morning. Lori, good morning. You're on CCO. Hey. Good morning. I listen to you every morning and try and pick up all the tips I can. Oh, great. Glad you do. <laughs> my my son replaced um, the brakes on my 2007 Dodge um, half-ton pickup. When we went to, when he, I guess you set the brakes, take them for a drive, do a couple hard stops. Mm-hmm. When he came back, they were kind of smoking. Yeah. What is that? That'll be fine. It's just uh, uh, um, stuff that they put on the brake rotors. Even if you clean it off, there's always some left. Uh, and then... The as as the brake pads and the brake rotors uh, identify each other, get to know each other. They, they, of course, you're burning off some hot spots on the um, pads as they get completely flat against the rotors, and that'll cause some smoke. And it's all perfectly normal and nothing to worry about. You know, it will last a day or two, and then uh, and then you'll be back to just normal braking, and everything will be fine. Nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry all about. All right, Lori. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Uh, who is next? Bill is calling from Lesur with a question. Go ahead, Bill. Dan's listening. Yes, I have a. Um, first of all, how are you doing this morning? Good, thank you. Uh, I have a Saturn View O2, and when I uh, accelerate, putting <clears throat> gear to take off, and don't do anything. It's like the, maybe a, the, the acceleration goes all the way to the floor, but it don't go anywhere. I called my neighbor over to have to take a look at it, and he says, well, it seems like me only running on two two cylinders or something. It's not getting enough gas. I don't know what's going on with it, but it won't accelerate for me. It can't take off. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm sure the check engine light's on, if that's the case. Well, it's, it's got a check engine light, and it's got powered down something. It's got a little light in there saying engine powered down or something. Oh, so it's it, it you know there's a there's a mode that the uh car goes into to protect itself it's we call it the limp in mode but at any rate um if you if you can get someone to clear all the codes out of there for you uh that will reset that and uh in that process identify maybe what what the problem was that got you into that situation um or sometimes if you disconnect the battery, you know, and leave the battery disconnected for 10 minutes or so, sometimes that'll reset it and uh, so that the car will go again. But uh, I think it's important that you do take it in and, and, get, and find out what codes are stored in there so that this problem doesn't keep reoccurring. Yeah. You know, something's wrong that got you into this situation. So even, even if it will reset and drive normally, uh, I think you should find out what caused it so that you... Uh, you know, can head off any trouble in the future. It's a good point. Yeah. yeah, but I think if you take it in and get the codes cleared, I think it'll go back to normal driving operation. Good luck with that, Bill. Thanks. Arlen is calling from uh, Glenwood with a uh, a question. Go ahead, Arlen. Yes, I've got a uh, 
90 Chrysler LeBaron, and it's been sitting this winter. And uh, it, when I went to start it before, it, I could only start it in uh, uh, neutral. Mm-hmm. But now it's, uh, it, I, I want to get it out, and it's stuck in park. And uh, I can't get it started. So, and I just any idea what possibly could uh, cause that? Well, I wonder if the if the switch on the transmission, the gear selector switch, is bad. But I don't know why it would be stuck in park if it's or in drive if it's. Uh, and of course, it won't start. Uh, but uh, if you were at my shop, what I would do is disconnect the cable. Um, going inside the car and find neutral on the transmission, you know, out under the car and get the car started. And then with it, with the cable disconnected, I could find out if that's what's causing the hard, you know, the inability to shift. If it's the cable that's frayed or, or broken. And, uh, and that's why, and so, and, and if you take care of that, uh, that might take care of it. Uh, why it will only start in neutral. To that's what you would do if it was yeah, in the show. I would disconnect the, uh, the cable underneath the underneath the hood and find neutral get the car started and and see if see if it shifts by hand underneath the hood if it does and if the cable is still stuck then you're going to need to replace that cable i see all right that's the word arlen good luck with that uh ray is calling from coon rapids with a question go ahead ray i think ray is gone how about greg in rogers uh, hi greg Hey, good morning. Morning. I've got an O2 GMC Yukon that has about 200,000 miles on it. I think I need to replace the shocks, but the shocks are the adjustable ride, but they're like four or $500 per shock. Mm-hmm. They're the really expensive ones. Is it possible to replace them with the non-auto adjust ones and just put regular normal shocks on there? It probably is. It might require a kit of some sort. If you just were to search the internet with this question, you'd find a whole bunch of people who want to sell you that product, (laughs) I'm sure. But yes, it is possible. Uh, A couple things that you'll run into is the the light will be on on your dash. You know, there's a warning light about that suspension. And so the light will be on. But uh, uh, I don't remember recently doing that, but I'm pretty sure that, that in the past we have converted those cars over and, uh, you know, search the internet or, or check into one or check your local parts store and they can look it up for you to see what's available as a conversion for that vehicle. But I'm pretty sure there is one. All right. We just have a little bit of time left to pick up on some text messages. Dan, let's do that. Uh, 16 Silverado. I'm going to be parking and driving only occasionally. Is there anything I should do to it to make sure it doesn't waste away? Keep it clean. Uh, that's probably the biggest thing and, you know, use it from time to time. I I don't know what's normal for, if you leave a vehicle sit, how long the battery should go before it goes dead. It's, you know, for sure a week, uh, it should go at least a week. Uh, I have a vehicle that I, that I park that I only use when I'm out in Colorado and that'll sit for a month at a time without the battery going dead. So you'll have to figure that out on your own vehicle, but that's probably the biggest thing is is that if it sits too long, the battery will go dead. And just remember, cars are meant to be driven. Yeah. So uh, if you don't have to let it sit for more than a month at a time, 
without using it, uh, that would be best to just take it out once in a while. I know you've addressed this a number of times before. Don't drive much. How often should oil be changed? Every year. Every year. Yeah. At least once. Yeah. Again. You know, it needs, you need to get the car in for a whole bunch of other things, uh, important checks for other fluids and tires and safety suspension things. So uh, even if you don't drive very much, take it in at least every year. I used to say twice a year, but uh, for some people, that's overkill. So, but if you plan on bringing it in every year, I think you'll be fine with that. Last text, Dan, then we got to let you go. A 2008 Chrysler Town and Country windows do not work from driver's door anymore. What could be the problem? Probably that switch. That that's switch that's the master about. switch that, that controls it. If they work individually from each of the doors, then there's something going on with that master switch. Or there's a wire uh, in the door jam itself, and sometimes those wires will break. And uh, wow. and so if there's a broken wire, that will cause that also. For those that want to get in to see Lloyd's Automotive, uh, where are you located? How do we do that? Give us a call. We're at 651-228-1316. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-I-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or come on over, 982 Grand Avenue. We'll be there this morning till noon. Till noon, and yeah. happy Easter to you Thank and your you. family tomorrow. You too. All right, we'll see you one week from today. Right? You will. Yep. All right, good deal. Thank you, Dan. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive again on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. A little thunderstorm activity right now in the Twin Cities area. Light rain otherwise. Fog and mist you may see too. Uh, right now, our CCO temperature reading 61 degrees. We are awaiting the phone call of Jack Farrell for another wine chat. You stay tuned to CCO. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.